going on everybody this is a brand new episode of the feed to Embiid. it is sunday afternoon the night of day of the super bowl um we yeah, i'm sorry it's been taking me a little while to get this first pod out since uh the the, the big trade uh with the trademark of course <laughs> at the end so um what what the sixers did of course you know already is they get james harden and they, they, it was a lot of speculation for some time there. They pulled the trade off. They got James Harden. Daryl Morey got his guy. Embiid got a running mate. And Ben Simmons gets a new start. Um, the whole package is, is, is pretty simple on the Sixers side. It's a little bit complex on the Nets side. Um, we have what we have coming in. Harden and Paul Millsap, veteran big man um, who was disgruntled as well with the Nets. I wonder if the last time was that a team had two disgruntled players at the same time. I've never, I've never seen that um, interesting storyline there. But um, the outgoing, Ben Simmons, of course, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond. Um, and then there were also some picks involved as well. The Sixers' 2022 first-round pick was provided to Brooklyn. Um, and Brooklyn has the right to defer that pick for one, uh, you know, one year to the next to, to the following year. Um, and the other pick that they gave up, 2027 first round pick, protected one through eight. If it is not conveyed, it'll be a 2028 first round pick protected one through eight again. If that does not convey, it'll become one 2028 second round pick and two million dollars in cash compensation. So the Sixers give up two picks. Um, they give up Simmons. They give up Curry. Give up Drummond to get Harden, their longtime coveted guard, and a you know a veteran backup big in Paul Millsap. Um, now, of course, there was a lot of negotiation in this process, and it came down to the wire on deadline day. Um, there was all, there was some you know talk and whispers and speculation around the league that Tobias Harris could be dealt elsewhere as you know as sort of a a warning to the nets that you know hey if you don't if you don't do this deal we're going to sign them outright and that may have made a, a bit of a leverage play if they pulled that off tobias harris stays put um past the deadline and you know I, i'm happy for tobias and you know uh, that, don't mistake that with me saying i am happy because he's saying for the sake of objectivity i'm saying i'm happy for him put yourself in his shoes guy has you know had ups and downs this season has struggled with some stuff had covid um obviously a lot we don't know about covid yet so we don't know how much of the, how the symptoms correlated to his struggles who knows but he's always been a professional he's been good with the media he's been a good dude uh to be around and um you know you're happy that you're happy for him that he gets to be a part of whatever this team does going forward this season um now his future who knows but he, he gets to be along you know and play a role on a team that ostensibly becomes a contender in the Eastern Conference. So I am happy for him that he gets to be a part of what the Sixers are doing now. But 
let's talk about the fit here. You bring in James Harden, a uh, a, a ball dominant, uh, you know, guard who. I, and earlier in his career, I would have said he's a shooting guard. I still think that he profiles as more of a shooting guard, but the assist numbers tell a different story. I, I, he's, he certainly plays like a point guard. Um, he can rack up his numbers, and they're pretty big. Um, like 2K, you're simulating 12-minute quarters big. Um, you know, he, He's that kind of a, of a producer. So he comes in. Now, the thing that, you know, of course, you have a lot of talent. On, on paper, this is as talented as, you know, maybe any team in the East now. Um, but, there, but you know, there are some warts. Number one, what do you do with Tyrese Maxey? Of course, he wasn't included in the trade. Neither was Matisse Thibel, which is big for the Sixers. They didn't lose out on either of their promising young, uh, you know, role, role players and maybe for Maxey's case, a star um, in, in a couple of years from now. But they didn't lose either of them in the trade. Um, and... You know, Max, he's been a starter. He's been the point guard on this team. Um, I would make the case that most point guards in the modern NBA are actually shooting guards um, in, in, in point guard bodies. And I think that probably holds true for Maxi. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what he becomes. I would say this. Um, Harden is not a great off-the-ball shooter. He's, he's much better at creating his own shot and creating shots for others and cracking the interior and manipulating defenses, bending them at the bending them at, at his will to, to, to get what he wants for himself or for his teammates, for open looks. Um, and, you know, Harden has, you know, has, has not always been so, I guess, willing to be effective at, as an off-ball guy. And his, you know, his shooting off the ball uh, ha, has been spotty. And, you know, he's a much better player at when, he, when you put the ball in his hands and say, Get out of the way. Um, and so with that, that does raise questions about how he fits next to Tyrese Maxey. Obviously, Harden has the, the reputation, the accolades to say that it'll be the ball the ball will be in his hands. Um, so, you know, I do wonder what that means. Maxey's gotten a little better at, at shooting off the catch. He still prefers to, you know, go behind a screen. And if they go, if they don't fight through the screen with them, he's going to punish you. Um, he, he, he's gotten better at shooting off, off, off the catch, but still not not great, not quite comfortable with it yet. I think there will be lineups where they'll play together where like Harden will, you know, turn the corner, get downhill, you know, kick it to Maxi. Maxi will attack, will attack, attack a gap and, you know, really put some strain on the interior um, defense and make, make them rotate. Um, but besides that, you know, it's Harden is to the Sixers what, um, what DeMar DeRozan is to the Bulls in a lot of ways. Um, Old, you know, veteran star, um, you know, going to get a pretty big deal, I would think, in free agency, whether it be the Sixers or wherever, you know, whatever happens. And DeMar DeRozan's contract was looked at as a terrible contract. And lo and behold, DeRozan has played like an MVP uh, candidate this year. Um, and, you know, I think he could be that for the Sixers. The Bulls needed a closer. Sixers need a shot creator. Um, and... Both they 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 both fit like a glove in both of their of their new situations, at least in 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 theory Harden should fit in with the Sixers quite well. Um, if it were me, I would probably start, um, you know, obviously Harden, Danny Green, Matisse Thybul, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. And the the reason I say Danny Green is I think you just need to have a guy out there on the perimeter 
who can get up a lot of shots in in in, in quick, um, you know, in, in urgency. I mean, Danny Green. The last time I checked his three point rate, which basically says how many threes he takes per one hundred shots. Uh, it, it right now that number is going to be. Let's take a look here. That. Da, 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 83.6. So it's actually down a little bit. That's really high. 83.6 is high, and it was it's that's still down from what it had been uh, earlier in the season. To give you a to give you a, 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 a glimpse at what that usually looks like, the league average this year is 40, and Danny's is 83.6 percent. So a lot of threes from Danny Green. You want to get you want to have that spacer on the floor with James Harden, and I think health permitting, Danny would be a a, a sensible you know, uh, shake up in the starting lineup. If you were to were, were to say we're not going to try to pick and choose, you know, and and, and I guess uh, spray out ball handling duties, we're going to give it to Harden um, and bring Maxi off the bench. The reason I think Maxi off the bench is a good idea is number one, he's just so fast. He he pushes the pushes the pace, gets downhill, can get right to the rim, and that second unit just desperately needs a point guard and a scorer. I think if you Bring Maxi off the bench, and you just say, "Here's the ball, take it and run, and don't look back." I think that could really add a spark to your second unit, and that's a chance that maybe you could both elevate your starting unit, elevate your bench unit, and overall elevate your entire team because you have power off in both in the starting lineup and off the bench. So I think that that is something that the Sixers should, should certainly explore. Obviously, you want to have Matisse Thibel in that starting unit because you need to have some defense on the wings. That is certainly something that the Sixers, um, you know, were lacking at times this year. Without Ben Simmons, they've gotten better defensively, um, and you know, a lot of that is Thibel's ability to stick on you know star players in the opposition, like White on Rice. Just he he follows them wherever they go through screens or on the floor, everywhere they go, just follows them and, and is right right on them, um, and. I think with a guy like Harden, you, Matisse would just take the primary duties on the bet on the opponent's best uh, offensive player, and we'll, you know you go from there for the Sixers, and you let Harden take, you know maybe whoever else is out there, um, you know you, you let him sort of get the the weak link on on, on the on the offense, um, which is fine. I mean you know not everybody is going to be not every star is going to be a, a, a fabulous defender, um, but. That that's what I would do. I'd keep a starting lineup with Matisse in it. And look, it it for the sake of shooting, you know, having Matisse in the starting lineup next to a a, a post up big and a ball dominant guard is not great. But it's lessened, and the burden is way lessened by Thibault's ability to cut to the basket. His backdoor cutting this year has been has been fantastic. I anticipate with James Harden coming in, unless Harden's really just a, a a, a savant for understanding passing and, and you know when the pass and where guys are. It might take a little bit of time for him to mesh that chemistry with Thibault, but Embiid and Thibault's chemistry this year, as as you know, as Embiid passes to a cutter, um, that has been you know outstanding. And and Thibault's really gotten good at cutting and recognizing those opportunities. I think you can keep him in the starting lineup even if his shooting isn't great. Um, but you know that, that that's sort of where, where we are with ter- in terms of fit and the starting lineup. Now, um, been a lot of talk about what this means for you know the Nets and the Sixers. Who wins this trade? Um, and honestly, I think it's a little early to say because we haven't seen these guys 
play an, a minute of basketball for their new for their new teams, right? So let's take a look at Seth Curry's contract here. Seth Curry is going to be a free agent uh, in the offseason of 2023. So his contract would have been uh, expiring at, at the end of next season, and he's having the best year of his career. It's a pretty good chance that he would have priced himself out you know, of, of outside of what maybe the Sixers would want to give him. Who knows where they are at that time, but maybe that's the case. I'm just speaking in theory here. Um, and Drummond has been a very good backup big um, to the minimum salary, but Harden also makes dive, uh, you know, screen and dive bigs look really good all the time. So in theory, you could th- you could say, well, maybe you trust your young guys like Paul Reed or Charles Bassey to be that backup big, or maybe Paul Millsap can give you some juice at the backup five spot, which by the way is what Doc Rivers said he was going to try to experiment with, with uh, with Paul Millsap at the five. Um, but at any rate, I think you can afford to give up a backup big in a, in a trade like this um, because of how good Harden can be with 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 a big who had as has sort of a, a a boxed in role of screen and dive, screen and dive. And so I think that you know that that obviously is not a, a big opportunity cost. And the Seth Curry thing, as as we we talked about, you don't know what the Sixers want to pay who and when and and what in what year. So it's hard to say that you know how, how could we say that they lost a trade when maybe Seth Curry would have gone elsewhere at the end of next season anyway. I mean, would you not do the Harden trade and then lose Seth anyway? I, I, you know, at the end of next year, that would be pointless. So. That's not it's 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 a it's a opportunity cost. It is it you know you you hate to lose shooting, but that's the that's the cost of doing business. Um, and you know obviously Ben wasn't going to play for the Sixers, so it, that it, that is what it is. Um, now the Sixers obviously get they get an aging superstar who has request who who has requested a trade out of Houston. Last second, he decided he wanted to be in Philadelphia instead of Brooklyn this season. He's been traded twice in the last, uh, you know, year and change. So that guy, and according to Woj, that part of the reason why he didn't, why he wasn't so blunt with wanting a trade, was because he was afraid of the, ba- the public backlash of asking out of a, of, a, of a new franchise again. So James Harden, you know, is going to have, he's going to have to maybe, you know, make make some adjustments to the way that he goes about his business. Who knows. Um, but you're getting a 32 year old superstar who was playing disgruntled for a lot of, you know, for, for, for portions of this season. And maybe he has a new lease on life. Maybe he's, you know, he feels reinvigorated that he, now he's in, a, he's in an environment that he's happier with. And maybe you get the superstar version of him again after he's had somewhat of a down year, by the way, still an all star, um, despite, the, despite it being a down year. And, you know, maybe a couple of years from now, if you, if, when you, if you resign him, it's it's a tough contract then, but they're in the business of winning now. And if 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 they win a championship, who who really you know are they really going to care what the contract looks like down the road? They're they're going to still the, the ring is going to fit all the same. So Harden, you know, there are some questions about whether he's aged and and, and what that's going to look like in a year or two. Um, but still, you he fills a, a massive position of need. He's a shot creator. He's someone who can go get you buckets at three different levels on the floor at any time of the game. Um, and he's just a superstar, and that's really you know all, all you're looking for. And you know Paul Millsap again is a backup five. Who knows what his tenure in this with the Sixers will look like? I'm sure Doc Rivers, who enjoys veterans, may is going to give him an opportunity. 
Um, I actually like him theoretically for the second unit because if he's a stretch, he's a stretch five. That means that there won't be anybody, you know, uh, blocking off the paint on on defense, and that'll open up the floor for the Sixers to attack the rim. And maybe their second unit actually has more life to it now that you don't have a post up center who can't stretch the floor at all um, in 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 his way, or in in the, you know in Maxie's way or whomever's way. So I think all in all. We can't say who won the trade yet. We don't know. We not, not none of the people involved have played games yet. We can't. But we. But what we can say is that there are very that no one lost this trade. It, it's 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 hard to say that anyone lost this trade here. Everyone got what they want. Holes were filled on both sides. Obviously, the Sixers might think that they won the trade. The Nets might think they won the trade. Who knows? Um, really, but. I think what we have here is the Eastern Conference has seen a, a seismic shift in powers now. A lot of teams, I would guess, were hoping that the trade wouldn't go through because they thought, well, both teams will get better because they'll have one younger guy who's a really good defensive player and um, can really bridge the gap between you know, uh, Kyrie when he's if he decides to be a full-time player or if he means a half-time player and and Kevin Durant so that and, and he'll really f- fill up some needs in on Brooklyn's defense on the other side Sixers got a shot creator an elite an elite point guard that they can you know that, that their offense can flow through and now important most importantly they have guy they have four guys Tobias Joel um, Maxi and Harden that can stagger their their rotation minutes with so that way all at least two of them are on the floor at all times in theory um, but let's pause the, the judgment of who won the trade yet. We don't know who won the trade yet. Um, what we can say is that it doesn't appear at the moment that there, there are any losers. So reserve the takes reserve, you know, it, w- watch how this all plays out, um, and enjoy what's to come for the Sixers. As always, thank you for listening to the feed to Embiid. We will check you. We'll see you next time for a brand new episode of the pod. Do you like shotgunning beer? Do you want to increase your shotgunning time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. It's also a tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, you can check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. Um, and Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all, on all products, enter the code, trust the Cobra 10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today.